your identity, your purpose, your destiny. Remember, your strength comes from your yieldedness to the process and journey. I don't know that God is necessarily concerned about making us happy. I think he's more concerned about making us holy. It's never God that's questionable. It's always our obedience. Welcome to Becoming Whole, the podcast dedicated to shining light on things in the character to help you become better, stronger, and more aware of who you are and who you are called to be. And now, here's your host, Daria Elizabeth. Fearing the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Let's talk about what happens to people who fear Him. Psalms 34 verse 7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around about those that fear Him and delivers them. God's angel surrounds those who choose to fear him. The fear of God is, it's a choice. You fear God by displaying that you are willing to follow through on the things that he requires in your actions, in your speech, in your conversation. That's how the fear of God is displayed or shown. The word of God says that God knows those who are his. God knows those who belong to him. And so when you fear God, you will see the manifestation of this verse in the course of your journey. Such a powerful, powerful thing because not only, my God, not only does the Lord surround you, with his angel, but that angel also has the ability to deliver you. You don't know. I had a friend that used to say, you don't understand God as Jehovah Jireh or Yahweh, you know, Jireh, the provider, unless you've been in need. She also says, you know, you don't know God as the healer unless you've been sick. You won't know God as a deliverer unless you needed to be delivered from a thing. (laughs) That's when you know him as a great deliverer. You ever been trapped in something or stuck in something or you can't get out of something or you don't know which way to go, which way to move, which way to turn. You can't figure out the out of that thing. You won't know God as a deliverer until you've been in a rut. Or until you've been in a space where you've had to learn him as that. Mary, Martha, and Lazarus discovered Christ as the resurrection when they saw him raise Lazarus from the dead. The blind man learned Christ as a healer when he became healed of his blindness such a powerful thought to think that that angel that God sets up or um, instructs 
to to be around the people who fear him, not only is an angel able to be around you, but they're able to deliver you. You know, the word of God says that God's angels are spirits, ministering spirits that have been sent out to assist us, you know, in times of need. And so, you know, many, many verses in Psalms and, and otherwise in the word express and explain to us that God has beings that work for him, spiritual beings, spiritual, you know, angels that literally are sent on assignment for him to deliver messages as messengers to war on his behalf, to do his, his bidding, to do his work. And so this is a very real spiritual thing that, that happens where we get into very, very heavy things, whether it's, you know, a psychological attack, whether it's sleep paralysis, you know, whether it's, you know, a sickness brought on by a spirit, a demonic spirit, whether it's some type of bondage generationally, you know, demonic oppression or even possession, you know, we on this earth, this, this fallen earth world, get involved in things and get into things that we need deliverance from, plain and simple. Nobody that's born, you know, is born flawless. And nobody that's born is born without fault or born without sin or born without idiosyncrasies or bendings or things that, you know, they, that, that they don't need deliverance from. And so there is such a, uh, this verse to me is a currency. It's so powerful to me because I feel as though when we need God the most, he is at our dispense but there is a prerequisite. The verse says for those that fear him. Reason being is because God works on his word. If we come to God, you know, and don't come on the basis of his word. When I say that, I mean that those who are doers of his word, not just hearers, the hearers of his word, the word says, you know, you're deceiving your own heart. God is not going to work on your behalf if you're only a hearer. You know, I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Y'all remember that song? I love God. You know, many people are like, you know, I love God. Don't judge me. Just because you see me at a script club, don't judge me. I love God. The word of God says you will know them by their fruit. You know, if I'm looking at a mango tree with mangoes on it, it's a mango tree. <laughs> You can't tell me that a lime tree is really a coconut tree. It doesn't go like that. The fruit that you produce in your life determines and displays rather who you fear. There's a way to fear absolutely no one. Those who fear absolutely no one or nothing do whatever they want. In whatever time they want, however they please, they have no guardrails, they have no compass, they have no sense of um, moral guidance. That's those who fear no one. But those who fear God, there's a scripture that says, those who fear God understand all things. And then it says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Once you fear God, that's your initial place. You've just started. (laughs) 
<laughs> Once you fear God, that is the initial stage of wisdom. It's the beginning of wisdom. And so there's a scripture that says, you know, the fear of man brings a snare. So when we fear other things other than God, how can the angel of the Lord dwell with us and then deliver us and protect us from all things? He can't. It is so imperative that our fear is, is, is not misappropriately placed. It's so important that our fear is placed in the right way. And I got to say this, a lot of people say, oh, that fear just means to reverence and to honor. No, that means to be afraid of him, period, point blank. I looked it up in the Hebrew. That means you better be scared. <laughs> you better be scared. Just like how it says in Matthew, you know, do not be afraid of those who can only kill your body, but be afraid of the one who can not only kill your body, but can cast your soul into the depths of hell. So very, very much so that that verse means be be scared. <laughs> like when your parents, you know, when you were younger and, you know, you know, dad was like, you know, don't touch the cookie jar. Mom was like, make sure the dishes are washed before I come back or whatever. And, you know, you if listen. If your parents had the belt, I mean, the belt of the Lord, the belt, the thick one, the thick leather one, even a squeak, a squeak, a, a switch. <laughs> You had the fear of God up in you. I mean, you had the fear of God. You were going to make sure those dishes were washed. You were going to make sure that that cookie stayed in that jar because you were scared. You were honestly scared of what was going to happen to you if, in fact, you disobeyed. And so, you know, the fear of God is displayed in our actions. And the scripture says that God assigns his angel to literally set up a camp. Do you hear that? So spiritually, if, if, if God could ever open our eyes in the realm of the spirit, we would see encamp- we would see encampments around people. We would see people who are bare, nothing is around them, they're just, they're just walking around. And then we would see people who have literally, <laughs> you know, an angel with them or even an army with them fighting on their behalf. If you ask me, I prefer the latter. I prefer to have an army around me that is fighting or at least an angel that is warring to deliver me from the evil one because the devil doesn't sleep. Neither does he give up his, his, his devices. He will fight and war with us until the end of the world. Not even the end of this age. <laughs> when this age ends, he's still going to be fighting. So when God says, when God destroys, you know, the heavens and the earth, when God's like, okay, this is all going to be over now. I'm done with everything. That's when he's not going to be able to fight anymore. But he will be fighting until is my main point. And because he's fighting until, we have to discern his devices. And the only way you have one up on the enemy is through your obedience to the Lord. Your obedience beats out the enemy 10 times out of 10. I'm going to say it again. Your obedience to God beats out the enemy 10 times out of 10. And where does obedience stem from? It stems from the fear of the Lord. If you fear the Lord, you will obey him. And if you obey him and you fear him, he will send an angel 
to set up camp around you everywhere you go to deliver you from every evil vice and device of the wicked one. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes of Becoming Whole. Tune in next time for Becoming Whole. And remember, the world needs you whole.